0: Welcome back, everyone, to episode 59 of The Jake and Joe Show. We got this one and then one more, and we're wrapping the season up. we got another special guest on the show for the second time this season. Fan Mr. favorite, Mr. Cody. Booty. That's right. He said his own last name, so it's not incriminating <laughs> to us. I'm okay with that. I allow yeah. it. So we are actually going to be doing another episode of This or That. So we got that coming up. Uh, we're we'll getting the song of the week. And then we're going to do more This or That. And then we're going to wrap up the show.
1: I'm a one-dimensional person. A show
0: full of This or That. Just horizon. debating. And for those who haven't listened to us before, maybe joining us for the first time, This or That is our debate segment. We're actually going to make a whole... Did, did we make a whole show of it last yeah. time? It was a whole it show? It took the whole time. In the very yeah. beginning,
1: we had something else. But yeah, that, that's it was, true. It was so,
0: we learned from last time that this this uh, segment has the ability to be an entire show, so that's what we're doing today. We're going to jump right into it. I am the moderator this time around. We're doing things a little bit differently. Anything you guys would like to say before we start? Good this luck. or
1: that? Joey gave us way too much homework, and on finals week, I do not approve.
0: Yeah, I did feel like I was doing homework,
2: but, uh, I mean... I it's hope fun it's gonna, homework, it, It'll though. be fun, you know? I, I think it's going to be... Uh,
1: yeah, it'll
0: be entertaining. Yeah. I didn't think about the fact that you guys have just done finals for your semester <laughs> school when I was making this template. So Not I'm sorry about giving you more homework. Yeah, it's, sorry, all right. it's all right. All right, so let's get right into it then. Here's the song. For most things in life, it
2: would be just fine. To find the middle ground and blur that line. But when you gotta
0: choose between two things stat. Just play a little game called this or that. So today we're going to be doing five topics. We're going to be doing three before song of the week and then we'll be doing the last two which are funnier lighter hearted topics to end the show. Last time we did this Cody and I just kind of debated in a free-for-all type of format and Jake gave us peanut butter cups to make ourselves feel better. This time around we are going to be following a debate format that I pulled from Good Mythical Morning by Rhett and Link so thank you for that Rhett and Link. I took some uh, Creative Liberties, and modified it a little bit for uh, to make it a little bit longer, I guess, for a podcast format. Uh, we're going to be doing introductions, cross-examinations, rebuttals, closing remarks, that type of thing. I put together some topics, so we're going to get right into those. We flipped a coin to decide who is going to be taking which side of the argument, so it's as unbiased as possible. And then I gave uh, Jake and Cody about a half an hour or so to fill out this template that I made to kind of, like, guide them in creating arguments for each topic. So without further ado, let's just get this ball rolling. First topic of the day. Can anything be funny? (laughs) For the Yes team, we have Jake. Yeah. Would you like to introduce
2: yourself, Jake? Yes, uh, I'm Jake Lashon. I've been on this show for approximately... Fifty nine episodes now, and um,
0: this, that's is actually, about it. This, this is actually this is actually the sixtieth episode you've been on because the Christmas special oh, was yeah. on. November. Yeah, much to your
2: see so you guys know dis- me.
0: dismay. You don't you didn't like that I, that I you didn't like that I didn't name that episode. And for the no team,
1: we have Cody bringing in the home ringer, the one punch out man. Would you like to introduce yourself? Or was that I your did. introduction? That was my adventure. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> I can't sorry. Steal. He's the one Ex- anime. Expect
0: to come up with an introduction for each topic, oh, by okay. the way. Deal. So,
1: I'm all right, so the, to
0: reiterate the question, the question is can anything be funny? No. We're going to start with Team One, which is this Cody. Guy. And you have 90 seconds. Hold on. I forgot to get the timer ready on all my right. phone. That's you weird. have 90 seconds to introduce your argument, your topic. I'm opening my camera, not my clock. You may begin your introduction
1: now. Alright, so can anything really be funny? Like, come on guys, we all know that the answer to this one's so easy. Sexual assault, decomposition, a lost love. Are these things really funny to you? So, exactly, those things are not funny. Only illiterate hillbillies laugh at those things. I know we're in Maine, so we have a lot of those, but you educated listeners are not one of them. So, there's a lot of... Remember,
0: I would like to say, and I'll pause your timer, you are trying to appeal to me. The listeners don't have a say in this. Oh, I know, I know. I'm the moderator.
1: But when the listeners are listening to your podcast, that is going to encourage you to later make me the winner.
0: (laughs) So you're going for a post game. I'm going long. I'm going long oh, con here. Long con. Okay. I'm sorry for interrupting you. You may resume. You have 55 seconds left.
1: They're all pretty serious topics that, when taken lightly, can be serious, but should never be taken lightly. Your grandmother dying of cancer is not something that you just joke around about. Like that's pretty. That's just not funny, man. Like, all right, dad jokes. I feel like I can just end my sentence right there. Because dad jokes? No. No. Not man.
0: That's your introduction? <laughs> yes.
1: Okay, thank you for your introduction.
0: Jake, you may begin your 30-second rebuttal now. Illiterate
1: hillbillies,
2: huh? Yeah. So you think part of the human condition is illiterate hillbillies? You think anyone who finds humor in even the most... Not delicate, but the heaviest of situations is an illiterate hillbilly, and I happen to notice that you so uncleverly decided to choose cancer. I myself had thyroid cancer, and immediately let people make
0: jokes. Because, guess what? Did you die? Everything's funny. Order, please, sir. Your 30 seconds is up, Jake. (laughs) Uh, We are now going to allow you to do your 90-second introduction. Um, You may begin that at any time, Mr. Jake.
2: Okay, thank you very much for listening, everybody. I stole that directly from Rent Link. Anything is funny. Comedians have long used the formula tragedy plus time equals comedy. Sure, there's some topics out there that are heavy, but given enough time and talent, and a joke can be made. People use comedy to grieve, to cope with hard times. It's not uncommon for someone giving a eulogy to allude to something funny that the deceased did. Comedy is essential to the human condition and will always have a place anywhere it pleases.
0: Is that so your you entire introduction, That's sir? That's it, man. All right. Mr. Cody, you may
1: begin your 30-second rebuttal now. You're really going to bring up comedians on this podcast? Absolutely. Does your, does your mom want you to be a comedian? No mother in their right mind wants their child to be a comedian. It's a dirty, disgusting job that people spit at and are ridiculed for. Yeah, I know. Some wow, strong, exactly. Some strong words yeah, that's pretty coming bad. from you. And cancer? Did you even die? Like, like of course you can laugh <laughs> about it. You didn't die, so yeah, I, I did mean, die. like your dead grandma. You can't joke about that. You having some little <laughs> throat. Thirty throat, seconds tickle? is over. Come on, order, man. sir. Come at and me when tickle. you got something serious.
2: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> order, sir. Order. <laughs> Okay, so now technically
0: it's his first rebuttal now.
1: I feel like I'm proving Jake's point. <laughs>
0: Cody, you may move... And I'm considering all things, whether or not you are making his point. You may move into your thir- first 30-second rebuttal.
1: Begin at any time. So... If you ever go to a therapist and he ever hears you make a joke when you're making a serious point, or when he's making a serious point and he hears you make a joke, he always eludes back, he, I'm sexist, they always allude back to emotional trauma. That's just a way to scapegoat your feelings into, in, just into oblivion and get rid of them. You, where you need to embrace the inner you and bring it out and not just hide by this facade of laughs and giggles. So... Therapists, That's your 30
0: seconds, sir. Jake, you may begin your first 30-second rebuttal.
2: Okay. I didn't die, of course. And yes, it was a little bit more than a throat tickle. But it's still funny because the idea of cancer, the idea of these heavy pro- er, concepts, that's what we're laughing at. That's what we're making jokes. We're just trying to alleviate the situation. It's not always about... Uh, Putting on a facade, putting on a, a mask to, to hide your true emotions. In some ways, it is, and I, I respect that point. But it doesn't mean
0: that. 30 seconds is up, sir. Okay. We are going to move into rebuttal number two. That is you, Jake. You may begin your 30 second rebuttal at any time.
2: Something being funny doesn't have to be moral, it has no moral compass. Comedy itself doesn't have a moral compass. If someone laughs at a joke, in their mind, it is funny. So the concept lives on through that person. If anyone finds anything funny, then it is funny to them. So it's always going to persevere.
0: Is that it? That's it. All right, before we get to Cody's 30-second rebuttal, I would just like to, for the listener's sake, point out how this is working. They each get an introduction, and then they each get a chance to cross-examine each other's introduction. And then they each get a rebuttal, and they have they each have a chance to rebuttal that rebuttal. So Cody gave his rebuttal first, Jake rebuttaled that. Then Jake hit, gave his rebuttal, and Cody is going to now rebuttal his rebuttal. And then we move into closing <laughs> remarks. The yeah. rebuttal I know so rebuttal's much. being used a lot, but that's the way this is working. They're kind of taking turns going back and forth. Uh, so Cody, whenever you would like to, you can give your All second 30-second right. rebuttal.
1: So Jake's over here saying, if I find it funny, it's funny. So I decided to kill Joey's cat because he bit my leg. Wow. So, oh, it's so funny. i sounded so funny. Like, it's not funny just because I thought it was funny to kill his cat. Cause he, oh, he bit my leg. I'm going to bite his head off. Like, huh? like, that's just not funny, man. Like, that's, that's morally incorrect. You say jokes don't have a moral compass. They have to have a moral compass or else things just go too far. End. I I was going to drop the mic, but the mic's on the table.
0: (laughs) Cody, you may begin your 30-second closing remark at this time. I don't need
1: a closing remark. That closing remark was in the rebuttal. I am confident. He's
0: giving up his 30-second closing remark. Jake, you may begin your 30-second closing remark at any time. Nothing to say, Jake.
2: Well, look. It doesn't matter. Look, I, I totally agree with Cody in every single act. Facet in real life, so.
1: So just give me the point.
2: Yeah, yeah, Cody wins.
1: Wait, what? No, I get to decide here. (laughs)
2: Look, (laughs) this. I can't even defend this
0: concept. <laughs> I've tried my best. You can't defend the concept that everything is funny? I, I did the best I can. This is too much. Stay neutral, moderator. Don't be... Don't I'm be not... Happy. I'm not... I have stayed neutral. I have listened to both your argument, and through your arguments, I have made my decision that Jake gets the point here. Here's the logic behind my decision. The argument was anything can be funny. Cody was making points about things that shouldn't be funny... And by doing that, he was making us laugh about those topics. So he was defeating his own purpose. He was saying... Darn my personality. He he was saying cancer and killing my cat. Those things can't be funny. But the entire time he's doing it, we're all smiling (laughs) and laughing. They can be funny. It just depends on the delivery. And I think that's a point you missed, you should have made. So I don't want to give you full credit. I like to think that me as a moderator, I came up with some of it. But (laughs) I'm just kidding. Well, when I
1: got this topic and saying no, I... I thought it was going to be hard to argue it because anything can be funny if you you take it, approach it the right way. So, Jake, one point for you, good sir. (sighs) Okay.
0: Jake takes the cake. Okay, everyone. We are now moving into the second round. Round two's question. Which is better, dating through Tinder... Or dating through a friend arrangement. On the side of dating through Tinder, we have Jacob. Jacob LaShawn. Would you like to introduce yourself, Jacob Lashon?
2: Yeah, I do like uh, long walks on the beach, as long as it doesn't involve sand or sweat in any way or I hate any sand. sort of energy.
1: And that right there is too long for a Tinder profile.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, on the side of uh, the friend arrangement date we have cody moody would you like to introduce yourself cody james old school cowboy ready to shoot
1: your heart out
0: (laughs) Ah, okay (laughs) let's get right into it then as a quick reminder jake is on the side of dating through tinder you may begin your 90 second introduction at any time Dating apps are the future. Tinder
2: is the greatest one out there because it connects you to way more people than you could ever meet alone. You can match with someone who you never would have thought you'd be compatible with. Sure, it's based more on looks than anything, but we all make that initial assessment whether we want to admit it or not. Relying on other people to hook you up is inefficient. The people they choose is filtered through their own bias of you and your personality. At the very least, Tinder makes it fun to connect with people, making it a little less awkward, that first initial conversation. Because when you meet someone in real life through Tinder, you already get that initial kind of conversation out of the way. You already know that you're into each other physically. So it's so much easier to break the ice. And that concludes my introduction.
0: Thank you, Mr. Jake. Cody? Cody? You may begin your 30-second cross-examination at any time.
1: You never thought you'd be compatible with the person because you're not compatible with the person. They just mass-throw people at you to hope that maybe, oh, this person, I like the way their bangs look. So you just swipe them right and you go on a date with them. And you're talking about you don't like relying on other people to give you a helpful relationship. Reliance on another person is a basic relationship- the thing that you need to be able to build relationships upon, which helps you in the real world when you start dating. And they're fake.
0: Be, you may... Stop your rebuttal. Sorry, I was writing something down.
1: And that's what I took advantage of.
0: Cody, you may now begin your 90-second introduction. All right.
1: Tinder? Come on. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you going to trust some nerd in Kalamazoo to find a nice match for you? Or are you going to trust a close friend who knows and understands you to make a match with that sweet, sweet date? <laughs> Having a friend match, match you can break the ice with a double date. It's so much easier when, Oh, hey, I know this nice person that we can go on a date with. And they, they go, you go along with them and you, you gradually start to get to know them. You gradually say hi. It's not this... Oh, I'm looking for this random person in, in the park. Oh, she has a pink dress on. Let me go find her. Uh, uh, hi, my name's Goody. Like, that's just so awkward. <laughs> Plus, y- your friend has seen the other person. They can say, oh, hey, this person is a 10. Or this person is a 4. Like, whatever you're into, you f- you, you 4 lovers. Um, like I'm not saying like, they have to be gorgeous, but looks do matter. Like, don't even kid yourself. Um, whereas on Tinder, it could be some creeper with a weird stash named Phil in his mom's basement <laughs> saying he's Jennifer Lawrence or some sweet thing. I don't know. So it just it just seems so much easier with a friend introducing you to someone else rather than meeting some some random schlub on the internet that you don't even know who they are. Like, come on.
2: That was less than ninety seconds. I yeah,
1: it felt really long. Eight eight seconds left. <laughs>
2: wow. You're Thank. gonna win this dude. Like, I don't even know what to say.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think that's my, my one win. Jake, you may begin
0: your thirty second rebuttal at any time.
2: Sure. So that nerd that you were talking about got you hooked up with that hot babe. And, you know, you made a point that Did you just call me a nerd? No. Not you. Oh. He he made a point about uh, some nerd, be trusting some nerd in a basement uh, making some app.
0: Oh, 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 okay, yeah. all right. And look, he making made a sure point
2: about being saying that, that looks matter, and that's what I'm saying exactly. That was in my intro. That's why Tinder is so important.
1: Said Phil from his mom's basement. Thank you, Jake. You may
0: now begin your thirty-second rebuttal.
2: Okay, this is basically just continuing my (laughs) cross-examination. Continuing (laughs) cross-examination. So, look, Tinder's based on this model of, hey, if you're physically attracted to somebody, then swipe right. If they're attracted to you, you can start talking, maybe meet up. You're not really bringing up the point that, you know, in in these modern times, it's harder to meet people because people just don't have enough time. We don't have enough time to just, like, go to parties anymore. We're all studying.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're all studying. We're all studying.
1: Cody, you may begin your 30-second rebuttal at any time. You say we have no time, but the reason we have no time is because of the electronics. Our faces are always just shoved into our phones, never looking up to see if that the next person that walks by Ooh. is someone that might catch your eye. So if you go off of Tinder and just have a friend hook you up, then, while you're out there and you don't really hope, if you're not really concerned with that other person, you might look up and see someone else you like. And from that, I don't know why I went that direction. <laughs> I'm liking it, keep going. You can see them, whereas if you're in Tinder and this isn't going well, you're just gonna swipe. Cody, please! You're gonna go on please, Tinder again. Cody, please,
0: order in the court. Order! Order! order. I will have order!
1: So, uh, having a friend relieve the pressure. Uh, basically finding the date for you, and you know that that friend knows you and can connect with you on a, a level that oh hey this person is really gonna just be awesome for you. It's just so much more confidence give boosting than just going on Tinder where everything lies is nothing is real and, and nothing is real. #HashtagAssassin'sCreed
0: Hasht- #Ooh I like that Assassin's <laughs> Creed plug. He knows me. He knows how I like Assassin's <laughs> Creed. Although I would like to mention that that's not actually the I know, creed. I
1: couldn't think of the, how it actually says. Nothing is says. true, everything is permitted, is Nothing the creed. Is true.
0: Jake, you may begin your 30-second rebuttal at any time.
2: I noticed you brought up the fact that people being buried in their phones, their whole reason why there's no time, but maybe that's not necessarily a bad thing. While we're already in our phones, technology is is all around us and it's been incorporated into society, and... Like I said, maybe it's not a bad thing. Let's embrace that by utilizing this amazing opportunity to meet people and not have to worry about looking up and and just awkwardly
0: seeing okay, if this Jake, person. Okay, Jake. Please, likes me. please order, order. Okay, so off camera, off recording, uh, we decided that we were going to cut out the closing remarks from the rest of the debates uh we just feel as though it's too much we don't really they neither of them really have anything to say so we're going to end after the second rebuttal that being said i have come to my decision my choice is (laughs) (laughs) cody cody takes the cake this round um, you made, you made, way. yes, you made far greater points than, uh, Jake did. However, I would like to point out, I liked your, Jake, I liked your point about, uh, there being bias. Yes. Being set up on a date through a friend.
2: I noticed your physical, like, oh.
0: Yep. Yeah, oh. I liked that point. Um, I also liked the point you made about no time to meet. Having Tinder as an option to connect with people quickly is nice for people who have busy lives. However, I liked Cody's point more that... It's less meaningful because there's no real connection there. You're just
1: swiping based on looks. Nothing much further than that. Uh, And I'd like to make a point. All three of us in this room were set up and we're all still dating them. So
2: yeah.
0: You were set up? Yeah. Jake, I thought well, you well, met Adrian I at a
2: party. I wasn't set up, but I, it was like through a mutual friend still. Yeah, it like Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not saying like,
1: oh, this person set you up, Yeah, I like wasn't met like, them through. A dating Why
0: didn't you make that point in your argument?
1: I it slipped my mind. Okay. I had I had it on the thing. I, I hate Tinder. Uh
0: friend you, you made a few <laughs> other good points, Cody. Uh friends know you. Uh that was kind of the counter to Jake's bias through friends. Your friends know you so they know who you're going to kind of be compatible but with. But they
2: only know you from from their perspective
0: and i think that's a better jumping point than than no connection at all just swiping right they know you based on what you show them but from there it's up to you to get to know the other person Mm. and decide whether or not you work there's only so much anyone can do even an app all right that ends round two we're going to move on to topic number three the last topic before we get to song of the week how do you think this is going guys it's going pretty good. All right, All right, I guess I'm, I'm looking
2: forward to the, uh, the second part more, I think.
1: Yeah, I'm def- I, I feel like I'm fake when I'm saying these, but I, I'm not <laughs> doing it. Doing All
0: right, it. we are moving on to the third topic of today. This debate is as old as debates itself. It's been around my entire life. I remember people arguing about this when I was just a wee lad. This is the debate of flight versus invisibility. On the side of flight, we have Cody Moody. Cody, would you like to introduce yourself? He's too busy flying. That's his introduction. On the side of invisibility, we have Jake. See, look, Loki's my boy.
2: In Ah. invisibility, you're sneaking around, you're stealthy, you can get away with anything you want. I'm up for it.
0: All right. Let us begin. Cody, you may begin your 90-second introduction at any time.
1: Alright, so when you have flight, you literally have a superhuman ability that enhances you. Invisibility, you just just disappear. You can, you can literally fly. You can do things no one else can do on a physical level, whereas invisibility is just some party trick that, ooh-ooh, you can't see me. With flight, you can be heroic. You can go save kittens in a tree. Imagine being an EMT, which is people in the ambulances, by the way, uh, with flight. Like there's a big traumatic injury on the on the highway. You can get there faster than uh, faster than a helicopter can get there, just because of distance. You can save them. You can get them to the hospital. You can get them there so fast. Whereas invisibility, what are you gonna do? Be a perv? Go peek in the locker rooms? <laughs> And like and and literally all you can really do outside of being a perv is be a bad guy. You can go steal something. You can be low and kill people. Like, come on, man. Flight can even save yourself from injury. You're you're going for a hike, you slip, all of a sudden you're going down this big, dark crevice. Well, I don't know how there's a crevice there, but all of a sudden boof, <laughs> you're flying in the air and you're saved. And if you're an adrenaline junkie, jumping out of a plane and just being able to free fall as long as you want. Imagine the, the excitement that you get when, when you do that. Whereas invisibility, you just splat on the ground. You can't have an adrenaline junkie. You'd just be a thief in somewhere. Cody, please.
0: <sighs> Cody, you made some very good points in there. Jake, I'm hoping you can do the same. But first, let's get to your cross-examination. You may begin your 30 seconds at any time. Great points, Cody.
1: Thank you, my man.
0: Well, um, this is going to be hard, but uh, you called
2: (laughs) called invisibility a party trick, which is probably the weakest point I could possibly tackle. And you know what? It's not. Because...
1: Your eyes.
2: (laughs) Because sometimes you can do real things with invisibility beyond party tricks.
1: Like what?
2: Like... (laughs) Robbing banks! Because.
0: (laughs) Jake, please stop!
1: (laughs) Not even because time's up, just please stop.
0: Uh. Yeah, just just please stop. Jake, you may be getting your 90 second introduction at any time. This is slightly more confident. Invisibility trumps flight every time.
2: (laughs) Coming in strong! (laughs) When you're invisible, you can get away with literally anything. You can go where you want to go and do what you want to do without consequence. Didn't pay taxes and the IRS is after you? Go invisible and cross the border into Mexico. And then when you feel like it, come back. You're invisible. We're not going to care. They're not going to know you're crossing. You never have to pay for a visa. That's better than a party trick. Your parents are at the door for a surprise visit? Just vanish. Even if they have a key, they'll come in. You're gone. They're never going to know. You can always get out of situations with invisibility. And you won't have to pay the consequences. Because every time someone comes around to dish you out those consequences, just vanish. What are they going to do? They can't do nothing.
0: Wow. is that the end of your introduction? Sure. I really like that, Jake. You made some very good
1: points. Cody, do you have a rebuttal? I sure do. I mean, a cross-examination. Rather. I have a cross-examination of his introduction. So you, you said you can get away from anything. If they close the door, what are you going to do? You have no physical powers beyond going invisible. You're just some unathletic, flimsy-looking dude who can't make it through the door. Like they lock the door, you're trapped in there forever. You die of suffocation. And and you say that you can go invisible and go anywhere you want to. You can fly anywhere you want to while flying with ha- with uh yeah that thing through your hair. Wind. It's wind fun, dude, through dude, you're your hair. As wind. And you and you, you say <clears throat> there's no consequences for your actions. Cody, please. No.
0: No, no more cross exactly. examination. You may begin your first. Cody does his first. Yeah. One.
1: Yes, I, d- I do my now. first one now.
0: Cody, you may now begin your first
1: rebuttal. So when you, when you're flying, it's just you could you can, it's just so cool like when you when you hop on it's one just of those so cool When you hop on a paraglider like everyone says oh i wish i could fly like like man, man's dream is to fly to go to the moon that was like a big accomplishment for people uh, the wright brothers being able to fly and now we're being able to go to space no one really tries to be invisible other than for naughty things like when you're invisible, you're not, fe- you're not you're not feeling invincible. You're walking around like a normal dude. People may see you. Cody, invisible. no ah. more rebuttal, please. That was a great point too.
0: I'm sorry. I will disregard anything I heard after the timer is up. Jake, you may begin your first rebuttal at any time. You know, flight
2: is cool initially, but think of the repercussions. You know, the law would end up grounding you. There would be no fly zones, and you would be shot down with flat cannons eventually. Because people would be scared of you, and the and what's bad about that is that well, for, well, one you die, but two, you know, you're gonna be weighed down by the law. You're never gonna be above the law, and you can never disappear like you can with invisibility. Yeah, you can go anywhere, but everyone's gonna be aware of this one Jake, guy. Jake,
0: please. Jake, you may begin your first thirty-second rebuttal at this time. So.
2: To go more along with invisibility, you don't have to have a moral compass, you know. You're just assuming everybody's a good person. Not everybody's a good person. There's some really bad people out there, including myself. If I was an invisible person, you know what I would do? I would rob so many financial institutions, which is a really bad thing for me to say because I work at one. But I would also do
0: other things, like... Jake, Jake, please, cease from talking. Cody, you may begin your rebuttal at any time.
1: You said that there's always bad people out there, and that's absolutely true. You can never get rid of bad people all the time. But making them invisible, it's just like giving them an army behind them. It just makes them far worse. It makes the the level of which they do things at a much grander scale. Whereas, like you said, you can just shoot someone down if they fly. Try flying away with some money, you're not going to be able to get away. Um... And you act like you can rob a bank and no repercussions. Find gentlemen like yourself that lose their jobs, that find institutions around the country because invisible people are stealing from them. Oh yeah. Okay, gentlemen, that wraps up this debate.
0: You know what? This might be the hardest one for me to decide so far. As you can see, I have a list of pros that each of you made throughout this argument. Please give me like 30 seconds to make my decision. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I've made my decision. It was a hard decision to make, but I've come to my conclusion. I'm going to have to give the victory of round three to... Flight. He deserves it. Huzzah! It was a very close battle. You you both made some very good points, which I would like to recap. First of all, Flight is useful to society. It is. I feel as though invisibility is... While it's great for the individual... It's useful
2: individual. Yes, but you
0: can't really contribute to anything. Uh, you were making points about being able to rob banks and stuff like that, which I'm sure you could do in small towns, but if you tried to use your invisibility in a practical application, like military use or anything like that, they have heat guns. You'd be invisible, but they'd be able to see your heat signature and know where you are. So you wouldn't last very long in that regard. I liked the point you made about being a UFO
1: if you fly. Jake, that was was actually a good point. Especially with the uprise of, uh, drones and the whole legality behind that. I'm sure a flying person would
0: there's a good chance that. you would be shot down if you tried flying someplace you weren't supposed to fly. That was a good point, but Cody countered it by saying bad people should not have invisibility, which is a point that you made that they mm-hmm. should, which I do not agree with at all. Bad people shouldn't have invisibility.
2: Either. <laughs> I just Jake, hey, I pulled you stuff don't... out of my butt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're not supposed to you're not supposed to uh, crumble on your beliefs, Jake. Stand I don't believe stand this. firm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, one thing I would like to point out, Cody. For the first time, I actually wrote down a negative that you made about yourself. Um, you said that invisibility is not a power. That was like one of the very first things you said. You, you almost verbatim. No, no, said, it's not a physical not-
1: power. As in, if if you're locked in this, if you're locked in a room with, with no ceiling, like a, a straight squ- uh, a, a, a four-walled cement area, like super strength, that you could bash your way out. Invisibility. Flight, You could fly away out. Invisibility. How are you going to fly your way out of a square
0: room with I said no with, exits?
1: With no no ceiling.
0: Oh, well, you constructed a scenario which benefits someone who can
1: fly. <laughs> okay. Well, it, it, it benefits someone who's super strong. It benefits someone who can stretch their arm really high. It benefits someone who is, I don't know another scenario. I'm just saying, like, when you're invisible, you just have no other physical ability. Like, you yourself, the per- people looking on you, they, they can't see you, but you yourself it's almost as if nothing happened to you.
0: Remember in high school when you wish you could have gone into the girls' locker room <laughs> without them seeing you? Hashtag You know, that perv. was the first thing I thought of. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, I,
2: I, can't, I can't bring this into hey, conversation. Hey, being a perv,
0: no one would know you're a perv exactly. if you're invisible. But you are a
1: perv. Being,
2: okay. being invisible is like in the it introvert encourages. versus extrovert. <laughs> this conversation is
0: like an introvert versus extrovert. <laughs> yeah, basically. It's it's all individual versus, yeah. you know. All right, that wraps up debate... For now let's get on to song of
2: the week so i'm pretty excited about this song of the week because all three of us seem to choose really great tracks and we listen to them ahead of time or at least good parts and uh, i think we all really like what everyone brought here so yeah um i guess since uh, cody's the guest we'll have him introduce his
1: first song all right so the first week i was on i feel like i really flubbed my uh my song of the week i came not really thinking about it and i just picked a song i've been listening to recently so my challenge to myself this time was to get a song neither joey nor jake have heard and have them like it so much that they listen to other songs of the artist now joey's recent evolu- excuse
0: me i'm joe this is the jake uh, and I'm sorry. joe show
1: I can't call Joseph. I can't say Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe, uh, his music, his music tastes have evolved. That, not that they're badged. I don't get as much enjoyment out of them, so it was hard for me to find something that Joey would, Joe would want to listen call to. Call me whatever. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I know Jake really liked this one, so it was just something I found that I liked, and I didn't think that neither of them had heard before. Uh, it's called. Spirit Cold by Tall Heights.
0: How I my dreams to more, To lay them there in the morning cold If they're still out there, then the chasm grows I like the point you made about how my music, my taste in music has evolved, because it really has. But that being said, I still like to think I enjoy music from every genre. I'm not going to turn anything down because it's part of a specific genre. I'm going to give it a chance. I really like that. That was really good.
1: Well, I'm not saying you're going to turn it down. Just the stuff that you really like and would more apt to listen to more of the artists that I gave you is stuff that I'm not really into at the right. moment. So it's hard for me to find something for you. Well, you did a good job. So
0: you listen to these
1: guys? No, I uh, all pretty much all day was searching, just for like un uh, unpopular people, yep. just so I could find something that I know because you two listen to music quite a bit. So I didn't, I couldn't pick anyone popular, and I went through a lot of trash people. These <laughs> people are pretty good. So uh, yeah, I thought so. And I they mean, get, you they get a your Cody goal. recommendation.
2: <laughs> yeah, I liked it a lot. I was watching the video and there was one point where this guy's like banging on electronic drums which threw me off but it's fine it's just uh interesting nice uh nice modern folk vocal style I'm into it so how about you Joe what's your song
1: <laughs> do you want to go next no I was letting you do the segment well, you probably should because like ours are kind of similar okay
2: oh yeah that's true yeah, Joe, what do you have for us? I'm going to be... Oh, always got some stupid Childish Gambino song or
0: something. <laughs> I'm actually doubling up on an artist for... The, actually, this is probably like the third or fourth time we've done it at this point. Uh, there's not really any reason in, or point in saying that we don't double up because at this point we're going to be doing the same artist multiple times. Uh, I bring a song from Childish Gambino, as Jake was so kind to point out. Uh, this is a new track that he just dropped uh, on The weekend a couple days ago. May 5th, I think, is when it came out. It's called This Is America. It's a kind of a political, satirical uh, piece, and uh, the music video is very, very good. So, if you're going to listen to the full song, I'd recommend that you go and watch the music video for this because it really ties the whole track together. Anyway, here's 30 seconds of This Is America by Childish Gambino.
2: now don't catch you slipping now look what I'm whipping up this is america don't catch you slipping now don't catch you slipping now look what I'm whipping up so I, I know when I was watching that music video when it first was coming in I was like oh this is going to be like a happy kind of quirky song right yeah and then dumb. all of a sudden he like shoots a dude <laughs> and it's like oh this is america okay I get it now Uh, but it was, uh, it was pretty cool. I mean, I think I'd need to read the lyrics to really understand where he's coming from, but you were telling me that it's, uh, you know, satirizing our view, our our typical American view of when things go bad we forget about the good and so on. There's a
0: lot of, uh, talk about, like, black stereotypes as well, which obviously none of the three of us can relate to, um... But he talks about, you know, the whole rap game and where it's at right now and everything like that. Uh, The lyrics are definitely worth reading because he kind of does the rap style in kind of like a mumble rap type of thing, which Mm. he's uh, satirizing as well. So it's an interesting take on it. Um, But yeah, I would definitely recommend the music video, the whole track, and reading the lyrics. I'm looking forward to what uh, Gambino does with his future work, and I can't wait to see his album. If it's anywhere close to how good that track is, it's going to be awesome. That being said, Jake, what would you bring for us?
2: All right, well, I was searching my Spotify Discover Weekly and found a guy named Sam Ock, and he kind of has this, like, I can't really explain it. It's more of, like, an atmospheric thing. Like, he makes music that's an extension of himself and emotions, um, his latest EP is all instrumental, and I think it does a really good job of like delivering the emotion that he's trying to convey. Uh, I listened to the whole EP earlier, and I was like, oh, this is great. I almost uh, brought uh, instrumental for you guys, but I was like, "Yeah, I want something with lyrics. So definitely check out that EP, though. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, Be Still, I think. But it's the 2018 EP. This one is off Stylebook which is from 2017. And this album specifically, he was very, very happy with. He wanted to blend elements of all kinds of different genres. Uh, And out of the few songs I did listen to so far of it, I think he did do a great job. And um, the fact that this guy has, what, just under 6,400 views on this is criminal because he does a great job. So um let's listen to 30 seconds of choose to love by sam onk choose to choose to i choose you can i get a little second to tell i really want to love you well i really want to treat you right feeling vibration on this flight yeah I know that I do covet that comfort. Straight shot through the heart of this lover. And you tell me that it's not okay. Okay. I'll be no- So I want to say something about this that I was just thinking of when we were listening to it now. Typically, songs like this where it's like, yeah, I want to love you, girl. I'm not a big fan of because it, it comes across as like a really creepy kind of...
1: Childish almost.
2: Yeah, like childish and creepy uh typical white cool guy you know what i mean we talked about this before yeah, yeah. i don't like that but this guy's not like that at all like he doesn't use that cool like affect to his voice We yeah he like, yeah. it's just this weird like extension of vowel sounds <laughs> i can't explain <laughs> right, it right, right. but he's like genuinely you know singing and uh this isn't all he does he 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 goes through all kinds of different emotions he does like somber songs happy songs uh he's just like a i don't want to call him a jack of all trades because he's great at what he does but um just wanted to mention that too nice i yeah. liked
1: it yeah it was very the the tempo really because his the way he said things and the way he sang the song was pretty slow but the tempo of the music and the background really kept you involved you yeah, had a
2: nice heavy like yeah hard-hitting beat which yeah, thumpy. definitely kept it alive
1: mm.
2: kept it from becoming too boring
0: All right, let's get out of this boring segment and back to the fun stuff with This or That. Welcome back to This or That, the game show that's taking the nation by storm. I'm your host, Joe, and our guests today are Cody.
1: Guest uh, is Cody.
0: And Jake. Yes, I'm thankful for being on this show. I've always wanted to be on it. Thank you for joining us today. All right, so the topics for this afternoon are a little bit different than the topics that we covered this morning. Yes, yeah, so it's a morning and afternoon thing. <laughs> so the topics we did this morning uh, were topics that I had picked out ahead of time that I thought would be, you know, good topics for you guys to write on. So the topics, these last two that we're going to do today, are random topics. After work today, I stopped by Target and I picked up the card game Superfight which is a blast, and I've wanted it for a long time, and I figured I could put it to good use for this episode of the show. Basically how it works is you pick three random cards. One is a character card. Two are attribute cards. And that is your monster to fight with. So Jake picked a character card and two attribute cards. Cody picked a character card and two attribute cards. They created their monsters And now they will fight to the death in a debate style tournament.
2: (laughs) But nobody wants to see Marshall no more. They want
0: Shady. I'm (laughs) chocolate. So the first round is. The first character is Mr. Rogers, who can shoot poison darts from his nose and has a magical unicorn horn. Defending this corner is Cody. Would you like to introduce yourself? Unicorn
1: horn. If anyone knows me, I have one as well. I am going to town on this fight and am not losing.
0: In the other corner, we have Forrest Gump, who is three stories tall and can see three seconds into the future. Defending this corner is Jacob LaShawn. Would you like to introduce yourself, Jacob LaShawn?
2: You know, life is like a box of chocolates. And you're really going to find that out once you have a three story tall Forrest Gump destroying you, Mr. Rogers. <laughs>
0: Without further ado, let's get into it. Cody, you may begin your 92nd introduction
1: at any time. All right. So, who's going to get more assistance from the public? A giant three-story tall person lumbering around the city just kicking over buildings or beloved Mr. Rogers who has entertained our children, entertained our children for for many, many years. Of course, Mr. Rogers is going to get the backing from the cops. So right there, Forrest Gump is already outwitted. Sure, people could say, oh, it's a one-on-one fight. But in reality, a fight's a fight. I play dirty, whatever, who cares. Plus, I have a magical unicorn horn. (laughs) Unicorns will give you any wish that you want. So, I have a unicorn horn. I can make any wish I want. Meaning, I can win this fight. (laughs) There, I got it. Instantaneously. So, for the poison darts. Sure, uh, Forrest Gump can see three seconds into the future, but I'm shooting poison darts all over the ground. He's not intelligent enough to know where every single dart went. He's gonna step on one of them every now and then, and his foot is gonna be in agony with poison. And after he steps on a, a, enough, he's just gonna pass out because he's dead from poison. Alright, Cody, that is the
0: end of your 90 seconds. I totally forgot to start the timer. Alright, fair I enough. But I was counting in my head, so. Uh, Jake, you may begin your 30 second rebuttal at any time. <laughs>
2: I noticed you said that, uh, you know. Basically, the first point was that you're depending on help from others. That's a sign of weakness and shows zero confidence. Sorry, man. That's heavy for me. I should said
1: what's a what's the best part?
2: <laughs> you know, and and Mr. Rogers is way too wholesome to fight dirty. Even though, yeah, you know, people from the public would join in and stuff. Mr. Rogers would be like, no, no, we got to keep this fair, because if anyone was wholesome, it's Mr. Rogers. Jake, please.
1: Back off, man.
0: Jake, you may begin your 90-second introduction at any time. Forrest Gump would destroy
2: Mr. Rogers. No contest. God rest his soul. I love Mr. Rogers. But listen to this. Have you seen Forrest Gump's Endurance? He ran from coast to coast non-stop. He scrubbed floors with a toothbrush without even, you know, complaining about it. He is a veteran of the Vietnam War. He may be a simple man, but he knows what kicking butt is. And he would destroy Mr. Rogers. First off, poison darts? Yeah, try piercing the skin of a three-story tall man hyped up on shrimp and boxes of chocolates. No unicorn horn could do anything, since he sees three seconds into the future dodging all incoming attacks. I guess it depends on how magical this horn is, but look, he's a clairvoyant. Again, he might be a simple man, but if he can see three seconds into the future, he's going to be able to dodge all these darts. Those darts pretty much do nothing to him.
0: Is that the end of your introduction, Mr. Jake? Yes. Cody, your 30-second cross-examination, feel
1: free to begin it at any time. So you said, the only really thing that you said physical about Forrest Gump is that he likes to run. He just runs away every single time. Ever watch the movie? Run, Forrest, run. He's a scaredy cat. Yeah, he was in the Vietnam War, but what did you see? He ran and then ran away. That's all he ever does is just run, run, run. And you say that the poison darts aren't going to hurt him. All he has to do is piecemeal. Sure, one little poison dart's not going to hurt him. But what about 50? Cody, please. That was a perfect ending, so I'll take it. Cody, you may
0: begin your 30-second rebuttal at any time.
1: So Mr. Rogers isn't fighting dirty. He's just getting help. You're saying that getting help isn't worthy. It's teamwork. It's teammates. Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback ever, Takes, takes, a, takes a pay cut so he can get other people on his team who he knows can help him bring him to victory. One person alone cannot bring you that far. You have to have help. Mr. Rogers knows that. He's an intelligent man who brings in outside help to take down the enemy.
0: Jake, you may begin your 30-second rebuttal at any time.
2: First off, you called it fighting dirty verbatim. That was on you. <laughs> and you shouldn't be dependent on outside help to begin with. You're really doubling down on that, and that's uh, you know, showing that you don't have confidence here. You told us that Forrest Gump runs away, runs away. He might run away, but if you also watch the movie, like you said... He ran to the fight in Vietnam. He ran back to get Lieutenant Dan, who was just going to sit, lay there, and die. But no, he picked up Lieutenant Dan while there was napalm being dropped from the sky. Jake,
0: please. it ran away.
2: But chose to rescue
0: him. please. It ran away. Order, order, please. Jake, you may now begin your original rebuttal at any time. All right, so I'll admit,
2: you know what? Forrest Gump doesn't have any physical weapons right here. But he does have the clairvoyance he can see into the future. He's a tall guy. He already has the ability to dodge the darts. Don't even worry about this unicorn horn. Uh, And even, even if he does run, like you said, which I've proven that he doesn't always, running away sometimes is a good option. And he's always going to outrun that Jake
0: damage. please please Cody you may begin your 30-second cross-examination at any time
1: you said he had no physical weapon How are you gonna win without a weapon impossible? You said he can dodge my darts. He's three t- stories tall Where is he the Sahara desert that he can move so nimbly You said running away is an option But having relying on friendship isn't that is that makes no sense running away should never be an option staying, This is a different option staying put in fighting different with your dilemma. comrades is an option
0: Thank you for both your points, gentlemen. I now need to deliberate and make my decision. Let me tell you, this is going to be another difficult one. <sighs> hmm. This is a difficult one for me, gentlemen. But I think I have reached my decision. I'm going to have to give the victory this round to Forrest Yes! Gump. <laughs> no! It was very close, but Jake, you made some very good points. Forrest Gump is, in fact, a war veteran. He has seen battle. I don't think Mr. Rogers has ever seen he battle. He Mr.
2: Rogers was a veteran in real life. I, I know he was, was. Okay. but he didn't make that point. <laughs> I didn't know I, that. I was hoping that you didn't, like, I didn't that.
0: know
1: that. <laughs> I, did, I just said I knew that, but I didn't know that.
0: I, Jake made the point that darts, the darts wouldn't really do anything. I feel like, in this case, Jake is correct. Not only
1: one... B, he's stings you.
0: He's three stories tall. So his skin is three times as thick. A the, bee. The, the darts aren't any bigger. So? The amount of poison is mm-hmm. going to affect this forest Gump about the same amount as a bee sting. If you got stung
1: by a bee 50 times, you'd be a one but- little... I mean, whoop.
0: Cody, yeah. you are not arguing with the moderator. Yes, I am.
1: Because <laughs> you're discrediting my... A bee can hurt you. Instead a bee of can the hurt you. Yeah, yeah sure. I'd be, I'd be bigger than a bee. He, he's going to he's gonna
0: say your pros. However... you say your pros. However... however he's, he's
1: saying your pros are wrong. However... <laughs> I debate everyone. <laughs> he
0: also has a three seconds clairvoyance. So yes, fifty stings would probably hurt him a little bit, but he can see that where he's going to get stung three seconds in advance. But I made I made, so I made a point
1: that. that there'd be so many that he's not going to be like he's going to have no option but to step on him.
0: If there are so many, he's going to have to take the time to set. You're you're going to have to take the time to set those up. And in that time, he'd be able to see and not walk to where you're setting them up. Three seconds in advance, he'll be like, huh, there's fifty darts right in front of me. I'm gonna walk around.
1: But you could. Ah. It was a good it was a good battle. Yeah, dude, it it was, was, was a good hard.
0: battle. Your pros, Cody, if you if you let me get to them, lots of darts. <laughs> lot all of the animals. darts all over the place, they could be useful. I don't I he's not gonna be able to avoid all of them. Exactly. He's gonna get hit by some. Um Furthermore, you said that teamwork is key. Teamwork is key. The Avengers do not fight on their own. They fight as a team. They are all individually powerful, but when they come together they are strong.
1: We are one.
0: A negative that I would like to point out that you made. This is Why the second negative, yo. <laughs> Cuz you keep making them. You're you negative. said it's impossible to win without weapons.
1: It is. It's not impossible. I can to win squash without. you. I can stomp. So then me. your foot's a weapon. You so, said but, you didn't have so any then, weapons. Well,
2: I don't. I, you, I you,
1: you forbade th- no. me. I forbade <laughs> him you. You said as well that he didn't have <laughs> weapons. You agreed with his point. I agree. He doesn't have any weapons because that's what he you said. He just said
0: his foot's a weapon.
1: No, no, no. no. <laughs> if he wants to, make, if you make your foot a weapon, it is a weapon. If you don't make it a weapon, it's not a weapon. Okay. He said he didn't have any, so he's not going to use his foot as a weapon. But he said his foot was a it weapon. It can be a weapon if used as a weapon. <laughs> so you're arguing for him? <laughs> no, he said he didn't have any weapons.
2: I didn't have <laughs> any special weapons.
1: You didn't say that. Besides
2: his he physical and form.
1: So that means he's not going to use his fists and feet as weapons because if he was planning on using them as weapons, he would have a weapon.
2: You know what I meant.
1: I don't care. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Also, I'd like to point out one one final thing. Forrest's endurance is unmatched. Yeah, <laughs> <There> you to <go>. cuss. <laughs> <be> <laughs>
1: All
0: right, that was a very great round four. This is... Tied. This is the last round, and it is tied two to two. And yeah, I... but we know who's going to win this one.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I took less last time, and it's not going to get this.
0: This is the debate that takes the beans. Oh, takes beans. The, that takes the cake. So much
2: better than Reese's oh. peanut butter cups.
0: I'll give you a can of beans (laughs) or a can of corn. That's what I got. All right, the final rounds. Bruce Lee, who can hold his breath forever and has a sadness ray. Armed with a sadness ray, thank you. Defending this corner is Cody Moody. The other corner is a vampire on a motorcycle who has a mermaid with scissor hands as his sidekick. Jake, you're <laughs> defending this corner. This is going to be a hard one for you, yes, man. Yes, it will, you're but no I think else. I can persevere. You're going up against Bruce Lee. You're going to have to make some very excellent points, which I will be writing down. So make your points and make them strong, because I will consider everything. If you make negative points, which, by the way, you haven't made an actual negative point yet. Earlier I wrote down that you made a point that could be positive or negative, but that I don't understand my shorthand. I wrote down... This was for the invisibility versus flight. I put a slash, meaning it was a positive negative, and put real things with invisibility. Mm. I don't know what I meant by that. Mm. So I didn't say it Uh, afterwards, but he did have a Second negative negative. is not a negative. It is a negative. It is
1: not. It's possible. My my literal peeps out there get me. It's possible to win without a weapon. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No. Yes. (laughs) If you punish someone, your hand is then a weapon. You don't. Okay. So how are you going to kill me without a weapon? Not to kill you. That's not. We're
0: done that. Art. That we're done that debate. We're moving on. As a quick reminder, it's Bruce Lee, unlimited breath with sadness ray versus vampire in a motorcycle with mermaid and scissor hands as a sidekick. (laughs) Jake, you may begin your 90 second introduction at any time.
2: All right. Look, I gotta admit, this one is tough. Bruce Lee is a formidable opponent. No, formidable opponent. No matter what kind of weapons he has, except. That vampires are pretty damn hard to kill. No amount of punching and kicking and fancy moves are going to stop a vampire. And he's on a Harley. Bruce Lee can't even keep up. Blast the ACDC and run that ninja boy over. Keep that mermaid in a little sidecar. Fill it with water. She'll be alright. She'll be the distraction to weaken Bruce while the vampire delivers the final blow. So right there, it's two versus one. So yes... Alone, a vampire on a motorcycle versus Bruce Lee is going to be hard, but just the, fa- the fact that I get a second person really uh, tips the scales here. Those uh, mermaid scissor hands are really going to come in handy. Can could destroy that sadness array.
0: Are they uh, sharp scissors?
2: They're, I think they're sharp. I would hope so. I would think that the vampire would be smart enough to say, hey, Sharpen those blades before the fight.
0: <laughs> All right, Jake, thank you for your 90 second introduction. Cody, you may begin your 30 second cross
1: examination at any time. You admitting this is tough? Wow. That's a, that's, a, that's a bold move, man. Admittance to a tough battle. Wow. You're wasting time. <laughs> please. You're please. saying fancy moves? Have you seen Bruce Lee crack open a man's chest with his one inch punch?
2: Oh, gosh. Yeah, crack
1: <laughs> open. And the sidecar? All three of us play PUBG. <laughs> yes,
2: you are not, are not
1: going it. to be riding that car very well. <laughs> oh, <no.
2: laughs>
1: the vampire's going to hit some glitch, and he's going to flip in circles and die. Instant win.
0: All the water will spill out. <laughs> Cody, you may begin your 90-second introduction at any time.
1: All right, can I just end this intro right now? Firstly, <laughs> it's just the easiest as that. Come on, you guys. You can end this intro. Would you like to? No, I'm not going to. Okay. I could. It's, I could say Bruce theatrical. Lee and end. He's the greatest martial artist who ever was and ever will be. He's super strong. And he's taking on a shiny, no su- no sunlight little pris guy and a floppy fish who can't walk. Like, Are you kidding me? He has a sadness ray. All he has to do is sadness ray the vampire <laughs> off the bike. Because when you're riding a bike, you're so happy. No one wants to ride a motorcycle sad. He's just going to get off the motorcycle. And then Bruce Lee's just going to punch him in this little prissy face. And he can hold his breath forever. And just for some finesse, he's going to toss that mermaid back in the ocean where she came from and punch her in her face. She has scissor hands. That's way too heavy to wave around in the water. He's just going to be able to finesse her and confangle. Cause that's not a word. But he's going to do something to her underneath there. And he's going to whoop some Whoa. booty. <laughs> not that, <magic>, no. <laughs> Jake. He is not going that far. I think I've been talking for way too long because Joey does not have his timer on. It's
0: on. It's on. You've got 19 seconds. Okay, so
1: that last part about the holding the breath, I need to remake. He can hold his breath forever. (laughs) So can the mermaid. But he's not going to fight her on land. That's just not fair, and that's not the martial artist way. He's going to have a fair fight, throw her in the water, and with her heavy scissor hands weighing her down, he's going to be able to get behind her and do some weird choke
0: (laughs) move. All right, please, sir, stop. Jake, you may begin your 30-second cross-examination at any time. I feel like one of your
2: strongest points here was that you can just automatically assume that you can just shoot a vampire with a sadness ray, and it will cause an effect. But you got to remember that vampires are always sad. I mean, they live in, like, gothic mansions. They, they live on sadness, and if anything, vampires are the best suited to fight against someone with a sadness beam. They're never happy anyway. Their soul's gone. Not Emotions sure. mean nothing to them. And
0: Quiet, sir. Who did shall you make sec comments? You may make one more point because yep. he did not give you your 30 seconds. He interrupted me.
2: No, uh, no, that's okay. I think I get to go again anyway, right?
0: Yeah, it's you making yeah. your actual point. Okay. Since you've decided to forfeit an extra point you were going to make because Cody spoke during your 30-second... It wouldn't have been... Cross-examination. It's time for you to make your first rebuttal, Jake. Go ahead. So, you
2: did mention something about the mermaid's claws being too heavy, but if you really think about this in a real-world situation, if this mermaid had scissor hands, like, all her life, she would learn how to operate her her daily life with these scissor hands. They're not too hard. They're dexterous, you know? She learns how to deal with them. It's like Wolverine's claws, but even better. Um, And... Bruce Lee has a wasted ability. He can hold his breath underwater. Who cares about that anyway? Please,
0: Jake. Your 30 seconds is up. Cody, you may begin your 30-second rebuttal at any time.
1: I don't have many rebuttals on Jake's point, simply because he made no points. He says that she's going to adapt with the scissors underwater. She's still holding probably 10 to 20 pounds in each hand of pure metal, just flopping around in the water. Sure, you're going to be better suited if you do it more often. But you're not going to be as fast as Bruce Lee who can, who has no weights in his hand and probably trains with weights as well but he's much lighter and much faster than The Mermaid is. So,
0: Thank you for your 30 second rebuttal. I would like to point out that you two are spending an awful lot of time focusing on Bruce Lee versus the mermaid. The mermaid was just the sidekick, I would like to reiterate. Well, because
1: Bruce Lee destroys the the. Both the, of the you now
0: have mentioned it twice that you'd be fighting the mermaid in the water. What about the vamp on the motorcycle? He's still I didn't there. say
2: anything about the water. Didn't you say that? I said that the sidecar would have water in it so that the
0: mermaid would live. <laughs> and huh. I said... That I see him being That's able not, to, I'm sorry, yeah, okay, uh, Cody, you may begin your first thirty second rebuttal. all
1: right a sadness ray isn't like a bullet that you can block. It's a ray that just hits people and instantly makes them sad. Vampires aren't always sad, like when when he's he's after a a, a feast, he's so happy, he's ready to suck some blood, but you just made him sad. He doesn't want that anymore. he doesn't want to ride his bike, he doesn't want to fight. All he wants to do is just go home, back to his little lair, whereas Bruce Lee is, is hyped off his tushy and going to whoop some butte again. Wow, whooping
0: some boute for the yeah. second
1: time. Jake, you may begin your last 30-second
0: rebuttal at any time. Okay. This is the last 30 seconds you, you have know, to make the point. Ever.
2: Sadness, uh, I just completely disagree. I don't really know what else to say. Vampires are always sad. And would the ray even work? Let's think about this scientifically. You can't even see a vampire in a mirror. And a ray is, is, a, is a form of like a light beam, right? So what do you think would happen? I feel like... Can I the,
1: interrupt on that one? Because that makes no science sense.
2: Of course it does. a ray is like a light beam. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to reflect. It's going to reflect no. off the vampire because the vampire's reflection... Doesn't even show up in the mirror.
1: Yeah, he himself is giving off no light. the The light that's shown on him please, doesn't mean he. Oh.
0: Pl- please, no more discussion. I'm. Don't worry. I'm throwing out Jake's last point because Thank I you. agree. It makes no sense at all. <laughs> How does that not make sense? Uh, uh, you're thinking of like a ray, in sense of it, in the sense of it being a ray of light. A ray doesn't always have to be. But it is in this
2: case. Cause I said it
0: was just now.
2: <laughs> this is all the, uh, This is all hypothetical. So a ray, a sadness ray looks exactly like a ray of light. It would no. It would be a light. It would be some sort so of. So
1: light. The view. way you're saying, if I shine a flashlight on on a vampire, he would not light up at all, in the complete darkness. No, the, he would light up. So that means he's accepting the light, which is exactly what would work with a sadness ray. He's but accepting it, the rays. He just doesn't reflect the rays.
2: Dude, I'm I'm dealing with Bruce Lee here.
1: I think the point you made about the ray meme not hitting the vampire
0: is it doesn't make any sense scientifically. First of all, this is not scientific, so it does, that doesn't, shouldn't matter anyway. But the point that Cody made about vampires not always being sad. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to disagree with you. Vampires are always sad. They're not all... Wh- what's,
1: where do you guys <laughs> get this information?
0: Have you seen any of the Twilight movies? Vampires are always even, sad. Even when Edward is in love with Bella, he's, he's just st- like just still depressed and no. sad.
1: The reason he does stuff is for her. Without, I'm not, I'm I. Yeah. I never watched them. So yeah, I ain't he loves that.
2: her, but he's still. I, I just can't. Always I say. can't. And are we
1: really a... basing our vampires off of Twilight?
0: You I... were the first one that mentioned
2: it. Yeah, because I'm making fun sparkly. of their
0: their shiny crap. I can't think of one vampire who I thought, wow, that's a happy vampire.
1: <laughs> but they've been happy when 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 you're eating your favorite food, aren't you happy? If you're sad, ninety percent of the time. But he's after a kill. He's after food. He's so happy. He's ready to eat.
0: How <laughs> do you know he's ready to
1: eat? How do you Bruce know he's Lee? sad?
0: Because if he's sad 90% of the time, it's
1: safe to assume he is. So if he's sad, so 10% of the time he's eating. So that 10% is the time he's happy. It's he's safe not to- he's not eating fighting. in this case. He's not eating. He's, he's fighting. Food. But he's fighting him so he can eat him.
2: I mean, and that might be a secondary thing, but primarily he's just trying to... Gentlemen,
0: they're sad. gentlemen, I can the debate is over. The debate is over, gentlemen. No, because must... that's the
1: second BS one I've gotten.
0: <laughs> <I'm>, I... <laughs> that's how debate works. He might not be happy with the debate. I get shit. But that's, how, that's part you of can't the debate. You can
1: assume he's never happy. You're not
0: confident now?
1: No, I'm confident, but he's like, oh, they're always there. <laughs> I, I would know. like to
0: point out that I wrote down six pros for each of you. So, Uh this is much closer than I was expecting. Bruce Lee is Bruce Lee. (laughs) Jake made some good points. Cody made some good points. Bruce Lee, sure, he's a kung fu master, but he is a mere mortal. A vampire is not a mortal, they live forever. Yeah, yeah, say the pros first
2: before you say this, because this one determines who wins.
0: I would like to give the pros for each of you. I will start with Cody, because I feel like I've started with you, Jake, several times. I don't know that I've started with Cody. Cody. Bruce Lee has a one-inch punch. There's no denying that. It is a very powerful one-inch punch, and it has proven to be so. That is a very good positive. I like that a lot. Side cars Suck. <laughs> PUBG has proven that time and time again. You're riding along with your homies all looted up. You hit a bump that doesn't exist. And you <laughs> that <flip>. doesn't exist. <laughs> you flip and you die. Side cars. <laughs> Uh other pros that you made. Mermaid would be slow in water carrying 40 extra pounds. However, I would like to point out that weight becomes much lighter in water, so the 40 pounds in water wouldn't feel like yeah, There is more drag. There is more drag. So I gave that to you as a pro. Uh she'd be much slower in water because of her scissor hands. She's not going to even though she's natural to the water, I don't think she would beat Bruce Lee in water because she's fighting with scissor hands. He has to be careful, but I think he takes that battle.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: No one wants to ride a motorcycle sad. And if vampires are sad all the time, which is a point that Jake made, he wouldn't want to be riding his bike. He would have no motivation to ride his bike. So I gave that as a pro to Cody. Um, And Bruce Lee, obviously, strong martial artist. Those are all six points you made. Jake, your six points. Vampires are really hard to kill. They They are notoriously just hard to kill. You gotta stab them through a heart with a wooden stake Wait, is that a vampire? Yes, that yeah. is a vampire. Yeah. They're, they're, that's like the only way to kill a vampire is wooden stake through the heart. Or sunlight. Or sunlight. Does sunlight kill them? Or does it just like... I'm just picturing the Scooby-Doo yeah. movie yeah.
1: where they went in the light and goes... <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, your second point, your, your second point. Bruce Lee can't keep up. If this vampire is on a motorcycle, he could do 100 and something miles an hour if he wants to. Bruce Lee ain't keeping up with that. Bruce Lee could be run over by the motorcycle, which is another point you made that I liked. The mermaid could be a distraction. Mermaids are babes. She's just got to put some gloves on, can't see her hands, she's hot. <laughs> Good distraction for old Bruce Lee. He's a martial artist, but he still knows... He's still
1: knows, a man. He's still a yeah, He's celibate, I tell ya. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is a
0: 2v1 situation, which Jake pointed out. However, Bruce Lee's going to take out the mermaid, no problem. So it's more like a 1v1. But that's still a pro I gave you, because you do have the numbers... Vampires, I agree with Jake, are always sad. I know you disagree, but I'm the moderator, and I decided to agree that vampires, they're basically always Just sad. Just
1: decided to make up some random fact, and they're always sad. <laughs> we made up these characters.
2: We need to, Listeners, <laughs> you need to tell us right now, do you think vampires are always sad? Do you agree with Cody, or do you agree with us? Please let us know.
0: Please, because this is clearly a debate <laughs> that's going to carry on outside of this podcast. The last point that jake made is that the mermaid would adapt to the scissor hands. if she had these her entire life she's gonna have gotten good with them kind of like edward scissors hand did he had these weird hands that he couldn't really do anything with but he got good at using them and he could give killer haircuts yeah it's been a very long time since i've seen that movie so i might have that wrong but i'm pretty (laughs) sure that's what happened all that being said this is very close this is an. This is this is quite the battle. I was not accept, I was not expecting to have Me to either. make such a hard decision. Um, yeah,
1: I made some points.
0: And uh, I think I'm gonna have to go with. And this is gonna be crazy.
1: Because he makes up random points. Uh, oh, vampire jokes! I think I'm gonna says. have to go.
0: Stupid. So stupid. <laughs> This is so close. <laughs> I really don't. I think I'm gonna have to go with the vampire. No way. On a the vampire, oh. Bruce Lee. <laughs> so listen, you made some very good points, Bruce. Lee's Bruce Lee is Bruce Lee. I want. I want to make it very clear that my deciding factor was not the vampires always sad thing. Uh huh. Sure. That was not my decision. The decision came down to the fact that vampires are magical, immortal creatures, and Bruce Lee is a human. Did Jake say that? Did. Jake said. I don't
2: think I explicitly said they were he immortal. Said, he said that they're. But very, I did that. They're very hard to kill. He said
0: they're very hard to
1: kill.
2: No amount of punching and kicking is gonna. get did say
1: me. He didn't say they're powerful. You have to take on what he says. Not you can't. You can't take your own opinion on what a vampire is. You have to go on what Jake said. I told you who Bruce Lee was. He just simply said they're hard to kill. Cody. Accept your loss. I will never accept a loss. (laughs) You
0: made some very good points. Oh, man. It would be a very close battle. Honestly, I think if that was a real matchup that we could see in a movie or something, the vampire would probably win, but it would be a very close fight. I don't think so.
1: You don't think? Like, in my mind, a vampire is like a super strong, fast, immortal, fast being.
2: Basically, what it boils down to is that, like, the sadness ray is pretty much going to be ineffective. It really is. Yeah, I know. Uh, The holding breath forever, unless somehow you can make the the fight underwater. Actually, even then, vampires don't need to breathe. That's so, true. So both of those, both of Bruce's like powers well, the, don't
1: matter in this situation. The with, the with you having the mermaid, the mermaid can go into the water, yeah. and kind of like slice. If he didn't have the holding the breath forever, right, it would just be a stalemate because she yeah. wouldn't come out. He wouldn't go in because if he went in, he'd have to come up for breath. Yeah. once that happens, she can slice him up.
0: I think uh, I think both of Bruce Lee's attributes
1: kind of get canceled out. Yeah, if you had if you had anything better. Then it probably yeah, would have. Sadness, work. Ray. I was disappointed <laughs> with the breath forever because of the mermaid. I was happy. So
0: that about wraps up the show. Long episode today. Yeah. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you, Cody, for coming
1: Jeez. on. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. You scare him. <laughs> I just set that down. He freaked out.
0: Thank you for coming on the show.
1: Thank you. Thank you. We'll husband. have to have you on again a couple more
0: times next season because this is a fun segment for sure, and I like that we can make it an entire episode uh really makes us feel like a variety show <laughs> which sure was does. the goal <laughs> so next week we'll be coming back at you with our season finale little spoiler alert we got a special guest for the season finale it's
1: looking forward me. to that it's not it's not cody
0: uh jake anything you'd like to say
2: uh no just looking forward to seeing you guys next week going to have another uh fun episode and it's nice that we can close the season out with uh Two special episodes.
0: It is, Jake. It is. Mm. Cody? Yes. Thanks for being on. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. Now, this is the time we normally take to say goodbye.
2: (laughs) Goodbye!
0: See you guys later. See you later.